Wolverine Nation, you're inside the Michigan Huddle, listening to the Michigan Huddle cast with Jared Bunch and Jamie Morris, former Michigan Wolverines. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Michigan Huddle cast on iTunes, or you can find the Huddle Pass app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Just search Huddle Pass, that's H-U-D-D-L-E-P-A-S-S. We've got a great episode of the Michigan Huddle Cast in store for you today, so stay tuned. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. Jamie, do we really need to discuss what Ohio State is going to do? Because um, they've been doing it for the last two years, ever since Urban Meyer has gotten there. He's lost, what, in this is his third year, he's lost three games? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what you're going to get from Ohio State. You're going, to get, you're going to get running, running, and more running. You're going to have running quarterbacks that's going to set up the deep passes. They want to go deep. They don't want to go, they don't want to go short passes. They'll do it if they have to. But these two quarterbacks, and you've got a two-quarterback two system. If one can't get it done, they'll go to the other one. JT, JT Barnett has been claimed the starter, but I don't know now. It wasn't a good game by him, but it wasn't a good game plan, I think, was by the Ohio State University's team. I think you will, still, I think you will see Carnell, Carnell Jones. I think you will see Ezekiel Elliott running the ball more. I think you will see the ball going down the field much more. They had a horrible game plan against Michigan State. That's why they lost that game. They need to, re, they need to rebound, and what's going to help them, they're going to they're, they're, they're come in with the mindset establish the run, and then go deep. Well, you, you say that they're going to come in with that mindset, and I, I think people thought that they would do that against Michigan State. And after the game, they pretty much fell apart. They had uh, Ezekiel, the running back, just straight out saying, this is it for me. I'm not playing here next year. I'm, I'm gone. They didn't use me enough. I'm a running back, and I, I should have gotten the ball. The quarterback, uh, Barrett's saying similar, similar things. Are they falling apart, or is, it just, uh, is that just a little front before they come in? I think that's an emotional breakdown. I think you, you, you've had a team that hasn't lost in two years. You had a team that is used to winning big games. You had a team that destroyed Michigan State a year ago in East Lansing that came in with the idea that we're going to do the same, and they looked ahead to Michigan. That's what they were doing. Jim Harbaugh in, in Ann Arbor. There's nothing been said about anything else. We know we can beat Michigan State. We just need to get through this game. And I think they just tried to gut it through. And, Jared, you know as, as well as I, if your head's not in the game, then you ain't going to win the game. And that's what happened to them. I mean, Michigan State came in with two backup quarterbacks and two backup, I mean, running backs with freshmen and a, and a junior. And they came in and they beat Michigan State with their kicker at the end of the game. Ohio State had everything to gain, and they lost it all. They they didn't look like the dominant Ohio State team from from the past. Um, Michigan, like we just discussed, you have two, not one, but two Michigan State backups at quarterback. Two of them. It, they were bringing in uh, almost like each play, you would come in with a different quarterback. And Ohio State looked like they were just uh, 
realistically at home, they looked like they were looking past Michigan State and looking for us, or uh, they did not look like uh, the regular team that had been dominant for such the last couple of years. I am so excited about playing them, but I I'm curious and I'm I'm kind of nervous of, to see what team's going to show up because last week was not the Ohio State that we know. So this week coming up, are they going to really overcompensate for not showing up, especially when you have your players in the locker room right after the game talking about, I'm through, I'm leaving, I'm done. Such emotion. Well, well it, 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 going to do something this week that's, uh, that's going to try to change that, right? Exactly. It's gonna. It could be a. It could be a positive or a negative. Right now, we're holding it as a negative. I, I, who who says Urban Meyer doesn't bring Ezekiel Elliott into his into his uh, office on Sunday and didn't get everything straightened out? Explained the game plan to the young man. Got him. Got, got him figured out and said, "We're gonna feed you. You're gonna be the cowbell on Saturday. You you are gonna be the reason why Ohio State will beat Michigan. So we got to be ready." Because Ohio State's going to be ready. It's, they want the gold pants, and they're going to come, in, come into our house acting like they deserve the gold pants. We've got to play football. You know, we talk about, you mentioned gold pants a couple of times. And I, don't know, I don't think I've ever talked about this publicly, but I have a question about those gold Because Michigan, we never received anything. We beat Ohio State, great. Huh, that's what we're supposed to do. Ohio State gets these gold pants for uh, to go uh, around a chain or whatever. Shouldn't that be illegal when it comes to giving? Uh, um, they talk about gifts. Isn't that a gift? Is that considered a gift? How do they, how do they get around all these years that if Ohio State beats Michigan, they get these gold uh, gold pants? I'm guessing they, they, they do it like they do at our football bus, Jarrett. I'm thinking that it's, it's, it's a donation. Uh, it's something. I'm not sure how they get around this <laughs> and but how they get the MTA. I haven't thought about Let's explain. I mean, explain what happens with these gold So what happens is it, it, the gold pants whole thing represents the yellow, the yellow uh, pants that we wear. Uh, in our outfit at home, we we wear blue, we yellow yellow bottom, blue tops, and that represents the Michigan maize pants. And they decided to a jewel a jewelry maker back when uh, donated to the university gold pants to the football team whenever they beat Michigan. Now, how they can continue that, I don't know. Because the rules have changed so many times, Jared. So you may be right. We may, I may have to investigate it. Yeah, so now let's look on the other part of that. How come Michigan, how come we don't receive anything when we beat Ohio State? I mean, we could get like a, a, a golden buckeye or a, a, a some type of ticket. Is there a reason why we don't or, or the Michigan doesn't receive something when they beat uh, Ohio State? Well, you know as well as I do, Bo Schembechler says, we just want to play the game. That's what we want to do. Nothing special about this game. It's just the game, and that's how we're going to play. So our approach is it's a big game, but we're not going to get, we're not going to over, get overzealous about it. 
because we got to play them next year too, damn it. Would you have liked to receive something? No. <laughs> no? Tell the truth. I'm, I'm going to tell the truth. My record was 4-1 and one against all State the five years I was at Michigan. And I would have loved to receive something. You know, I would have loved to receive it. I would be happy. And you tell me you wouldn't want anything? I have my memories, Jared. That's what I have. I'm happy with the memories. So, well, let's look at the memories of this particular team, this senior class. This senior class has never beaten the Ohio State Buckeyes. No. How important is this game coming up? I think it's very important. I think it's, I mean, if you think about it, and I'm going to throw a number out to you, and you're going to be, you, you may be kind of surprised. There's 42 active seniors on this team. That's redshirt and uh, seniors. So you think about that, how, how senior late now. There's a few that are going to come back. There's a lot. There's a number that can come back, and that's up to Coach Harbaugh and his staff that who comes back. But that being said, think about that. These kids have never beaten Ohio State. So that being said, I mean, you know how critical this is. You know what this game means. You know what this game means between the border wars. You know what this game means in the rivalry. The rivalry is here, and that Jim Harbaugh will infuse more into this rivalry with these with these young men. Uh, well, that that let's leave it at that for this period for this second, uh, and we'll get a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. What's up, college football fans? This is Mike Golick Jr former Notre Dame offensive lineman and co-host of the Power 5 podcast. Join us on the Power 5 this season as we analyze the hottest topics from each of the Power 5 conferences with one member from the ACC, the Big 10, the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the SEC on every episode. Stay in the know by finding us on iTunes. Just search for the Power 5 and subscribe. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. And we're back with the Michigan Huddle preview Ohio State game this week. We were when we left, we were talking about how important it is this game is, and Ohio State receiving gold pants when they win, and Michigan not receiving anything. And we don't really believe that it's necessary. I said that it would be a nice thing to receive. So, but either way, I would rather really look forward to this game because. Ohio State hasn't lost two games in a row, and it, was, it has to be you know, over five years. So them coming off of a loss to Michigan State, coming in to Ann Arbor, playing in this big Michigan-Ohio State game, we have our we – have it's going to be a tough battle. Ohio State has not won two games – or lost two games in a row in years. So that's some more incentive for us to do what, what needs to be done. What do you think is going to happen come Saturday? Well, I think you're going to have a, a classic Mich- Michigan-Ohio State game. I think you're going to see two teams coming after. You're going to have uh, teams that want to run the ball. They want to set up the run, and they want to establish the run all day long. I think you're going to have to pass and be – I think you're gonna have, each team is going to have to be uh, accurate with their passing. 
I think Drake Ludak has shown the ability to do it. I think you're going you're gonna to see Ohio State's going to counter with two quarter, the two-quarterback system. I think you're going to play both quarterbacks at Ohio State. I think Ohio State's defense is going to be a lot more aggressive than they were against Michigan State. I think they're going to come after our quarterback. They're going to they're gonna try to put him on the ground. I think we're going to have to block him up. We're gonna, we may have to go to max protection. But what's going to happen is, is it, it's, it's the home crowd. I think Coach Hardball's infusion. I think Urban Meyer. I think this is going to be a classic game, and I, I really, really am anxious to see this game. I think Michigan will win in the end. I think Michigan will gut it out. I think it's a, a classic 24-21 Michigan victory. So the person with the, with the ball last may be the, the team that wins? Without a doubt. But, you know, there are, when you spoke about um, Ohio State's defense, they, they, they have a guy, Bosa, who many believe is the, the, the baddest defensive player in college football right now. He didn't show up last week uh, against Michigan State. This week is a... Does Michigan have anything specifically designed to protect from him? You, you said they're going to try to get to our quarterback, and I believe Bosa is be the, their, their main guy trying to do that. Oh, without a doubt. Joey Bosa is a great athlete and a great, and a great talent. As you pointed out, last week he didn't play. He was, he was in no way as no, You didn't hear his name called. I think Michigan State blocked him up pretty good. I think what's going to happen is, is he's going to bring the intensity. He knows what this game means. He knows, it, you know, it could be his last time at, at Michigan Stadium. So he's going to come out with, with, with all the fire he can. I think what you have is a, is a wounded is – let me use the analogy. You have a wounded dog, and it's going to bite you if you touch the wound. And right now they're wounded, and, if we, and we right now are going to touch the wound because we want to score, like you said. Can they get beat again? Yes, they can. They've shown vulnerability, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to come after them. So this wounded dog not going to lay there. It's going to bite back, and we've got to be ready to fight for this. I th- I've said this earlier, and I-, I don't think that any game is more important or will demonstrate this than, than this particular game. Our running game has got to be they have to show up. We have to develop a running game. Even when we do the short passes, which are effective, but the defense has to respect the run. We have to pop. If we can pop one or two, three runs of 20 yards or more, I think it opens up a lot more. Before, you know, they, they, they were um, – when I say they, I mean all teams, all defensive teams against us were not respecting any. And they they would allow us to, to dare us to do certain things. We have to start dictating what the defense is going to allow or what they're going to try to stop, and not allow them to have the open book. And with this particular game, Ohio State, which has always been traditionally a tough fought battle, we have to develop a domination at the line of scrimmage for running the ball first. Please. Can you get that can you get that across? Can we run the ball? I want I'll at least 200, 200 yards. And that's a huge ask. 200 yards rushing. Is that possible? I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking 150, Jared. If we can get 150 yards on them, we can win this game. 
And I think that's, I think that's the mentality. If we can get 150, 125, I'm giving you between those. I, and I'm not just saying the running backs. I'm saying the wide receivers. I'm talking about, uh, I'm talking about Peppers. I'm talking about Davion Smith. I'm talking about uh, Jess, uh, Cheston running around the jet sweep. I'm talking about the, the screen plays. All of those plays are going to mix in and be our running play. This is the type of team we've been all, all game long. This is where we're going to be. I think we'll be. I think we'll. Uh, I think you'll see. You'll get what you're asking for. Uh, well, is it, that's what I, I. Okay, that's what I think is necessary. This this weekend. Now, however we can get it done, get the job done. As far as to win, I'm 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 okay with it. But I would love to see a traditional, old-fashioned beatdown from just running the ball and establishing a dominance at the line of scrimmage from Michigan. Whether we do that or not, I, I don't, as long as we can win the game and we play hard, I'm okay with it. But I, I, as looking at the game of Michigan State and Ohio State last week, Ohio State just did not look like the team of dominance before that, that struck fear in people. I, I didn't see that, and I think at and then hearing all of the comments that the, each uh, individual players were saying after the game, put the foot down on the pedal now, and don't even give them an opportunity to to look up. Let's just take it, take it out, take it out, keep going, go hard, go hard, go hard, and I think that'll be a necessary um, victory that we can get pick up right now. Necessary in being that some of these players will be playing their last game in Michigan Stadium against Ohio State, and if it, if they can leave that stadium with a victory, that would be such a uh, a great feeling for them to keep with them for the rest of their lives. Howard, the last time you played Ohio State, your last game in Michigan Stadium it wasn't a good one, brother. It wasn't a good one. Earl Bruce was fired. The week was was fired. He was he was coaching his last Michigan Ohio State game. Carlos Snow and Michigan and Ohio State came in. Uh, we had the lead going into the uh, uh, fourth quarter, and they came back. If you remember, you played that game, Jared, and uh, we, we we couldn't pull it out. It was it's not it's not one of my biggest memories I, I remember, but it was a battle. It's a great battle, and you respect the players on the field after the game and after the years are over. Uh, you still have a little hate for Ohio State, but you know you respect the game. Yeah, respect the game. It's a tough one. You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. You've been inside the Michigan Huddle, listening to the Michigan Huddle Cast with Jared Bunch and Jamie Morris. Please, once again, remember to subscribe. Don't be the one who misses the great episode of Michigan HuddleCast. The HuddleCast app is also available to you on all mobile and tablet devices. Thank you so much for joining us on Inside the Michigan Huddle. We'll be back for yet another installment of the Michigan HuddleCast. Go Blue! You're listening to Huddle Pass, the official voice of former college athletes. Get in the huddle at HuddlePass.com and HuddlePassNation.com. You can also subscribe for free to the Huddle Pass Weekly Game Plan into your program's huddle. 
Get in the huddle.